So I don't know where we're going to go with it, but it was an interesting, interesting uh, realization I had the other day. I kind of told Ash, I feel like I keep falling. I tell you all the time, like, martial arts to me is more than just, like, striking, looking cool, striking. Like, it's teaching me more and more about myself. And the realization I had the other day was, like, it's like my my yin and yang. So I I feel like I express often that I've been a people pleaser. And I feel like there was the first time I, like, I saw the positive of people pleasing. And the reason I say that is, like, when I'm training with Vince. So the other day, uh, Saturday. On Saturdays when we spar, we do three rounds with four different opponents back-to-back. Now, when I'm fighting, it's only three rounds, two minutes, and there's one minute between each round. A real fight, like what I'm training for. Mm-hmm. So this guy wants me to go 12 rounds, three minutes, with 30 seconds in between. <laughs> By the third opponent, I'm on the floor. I take my mouthpiece out. And he goes, Steph, go with Julian. I'm like, I'm like, coach, I just need, I put my mouthpiece in. I said, I'm not going to say it because how is he going to look at me after that? Mm-hmm. And I just never want to let him down for, like, all that I feel like he, he pours into me. I never want to let him down. And that was the first time I seen, like, the positive of, of people pleasing. And also, it was the first time I didn't people please. Now, I go in the ring. The, my, my first opponent on my debut, I win. I see her crying outside. And usually if people please, be like, damn, like I upset that person. I don't want to upset people. But for the first time, like I put myself first. What I wanted was more important than pleasing my opponent. So I was like, like I just, I realized that. And I told Ash, I'm like, yo, that's pretty cool. I just realized this stuff about my people, like my people pleasing. Like I can, like I'm not, I'm still, I, I can still see some people pleasing in me. Like, I still have some tendencies, but I'm getting a lot better, and I can see how, like, the martial arts is my yin and yang of my people pleasing. Mm. I also feel like that speaks a lot on your coach. Like, the fact that your coach makes you feel that way in the first place, the fact that you're willing to go so hard for him, I feel like that's a sign of a great coach. You know what I mean? Like, and also you having control over that, you understand you can turn it off and turn it on. Shoot, that's that's a win. That connection with your coach is obviously super strong and very reliable, and you trust him with a lot and you know that he also trusts and expects a lot from you and in a way it helps to build that self-accountability and that's like I feel like the most beautiful thing that comes from it like it 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 helps you start continue to evolve and to grow and um I feel you that's interesting especially with um how you looked at it far as when the young lady when um lady was crying from after she lost the fight um you didn't do nothing bad that your job's to go in there and win the fight Mm -hmm. You feel me? So why why should you you know feel bad in a sense? You can empower you know hey go good fight next time you know whatever. But mm-hmm. in no sense should you feel bad because you worked you worked for a reason not to go in there and lose and make someone else feel good, mm-hmm. but to do what you love and to continue to do what you love and develop and learn and you know win. Ultimately, we don't want to go in there and lose. Yeah. And you allowed yourself to stay. I don't know just that that feeling of victory. You know what I mean? Instead of like going to talk to her, like that would have definitely brought you down a little bit. Yeah. You not, naturally thinking about her crying anyway, kind of probably brought you down a little bit. But the fact you didn't address it, I feel like it allows you to keep that, keep that hop. And at the same time, that that's good for you. You know what I'm saying? Especially other situations, it might not look that good, but it, for you in that situation, you realize you can turn it off, turn it on. Like that's, that's a win. Yeah. And I feel like that's where you find the value 
of what you're doing, like you said, like what martial arts is doing for you. Um, like I, I think everything that we should do should be something that's further helping us develop. That's furthering our development. That's helping us get to the nitty gritty of what we are and who we are and how we can continue to um, evolve or get closer to that um, realization. Like boom, you know. Um, so when you, if it's in a sense, that's like yoga for me, mm-hmm. you know. And that's yes, your yoga. That's your meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your contemplation, and that's how you continue to learn more about yourself. And that's no different from the form of yoga that I do or practice or different from the other person who practices it this way. Long as it is a, a tool to unionize yourself, to, un- to unionize your spirit and um, continue to pr- progress as an individual in this world and be of contribution in whatever way that may look, that, all that is yoga practice. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and I love to just see that. And, I, and for me, you know, uh, with my family, I'm trying to get them to also being in a position where they are utilizing everything in their lives for a way to further develop so they don't, you know, feel so constricted that they have to stay where they are. Mm-hmm. And when you got your practice, you start learning more about yourself. You start learning more about your interest and you start pursuing different avenues, moving different, meeting new people, opening yourself up to new experiences and opportunities that you find yourself somewhere that you couldn't, that you wouldn't even thought of, thought up yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, just by sometimes going with that, you know, opening yourself up, going and doing your practice. Is this really helping me? Or is it just something that I'm doing that's uh, just there? You know, nothing's wrong with having those things that we just do that's just there. But you want to have more of those things that do align or resonate with you in a way so that you can be reflective and it can be contemplation for you to continue to progress in this world on your path or whatever it may be. When you, um, so right now, do you ever feel like you like just get down on yourself like you feel like one of those days you just like you can't do nothing right you maybe feel more t- fatigued than other days feel more tired like what's some things you say to yourself in the moment of you fighting because i feel like in fighting it's a little different i feel like you it's very hard to or i guess it's not very good to get distracted mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying especially when when hands thrown you know what i mean so kind of what's some things you kind of yes. lock into uh, like getting your zone well, if anything is hurting or if anything is the problem, I don't say it. And that's another realization I had, too, because if I tell my coach, like, oh, my, my wrist is kind of hurting, it just, if he, if he knows, now if I'm throwing soft, it's validated because he already know. So if something is going on and I feel like I can work through it, I don't, I don't say nothing. I don't validate it. Like, I'm going to go through that. I'm going to tell them after I work through it. And that might be part of the people pleasing. But it's just like, I'm not... I don't want to let this person down. That's really that's really what it is. Like, yo, he just spent mad time. Like, he poured mad time into me. He gave me everything. He got his like I know I know how much it hurts to get hit because I don't go to certain classes where I'm holding pads because I'll be in pain the next day. So he's taking a lot of pain from me. So I for me it's just like I, I'm not letting this person down. And I Another thing I do is I just say bite down. Like on the mouthpiece, bite down. <laughs> Dig deep. I close my, when I'm training, I close my eyes a lot. But it's it's so weird. I realize like the weirdest stuff. If I want to focus, I just like I'll look into I'll look at something. It it could be at you, but it's not at you. And I'll just say, like, just look in the back of your brain. And then I just it's just a blank stare, and then I'll just go. Like I can do anything in training then. And I don't even think about it. That's really when I feel like my most relaxed. Like you ever try too hard to sing a song and you mess up all the lyrics and one day you went in and you got 
clear. You're like, damn, I knew the whole song the whole time. I was just thinking too much before. That's like, that's one thing I do. I just dig deep. You've been through worse. And I say, like, you could do anything for two minutes. Mm-hmm. Two minutes? I could do anything for mm-hmm. two minutes. Like, just go. And that sounds similar to um, how I used to feel pregame. Like, I think I spoke before about how sometimes I used to, like, try to get in the zone. I used to listen to music and try to get mad. Mm-hmm. But them times where it did work, where the timing was just right, I felt the same way. I would just, like, I would stare across to the other sideline and just, like, not really looking at them. I'm just kind of staring in that direction yeah. and, like, just silent. Just I don't, like, I don't even know what I'd be thinking about. I don't even know much be going through my mind, but it's just I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'm present. I know what I'm about to do. I, 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 like, I feel the sun on me. Like, I feel my pads on me. I feel the helmet. I feel my mouthpiece in my mouth. Like, I feel everything, but I'm not really thinking about much. You know what I mean? And that's kind of, like, what I feel when I be pregame when everything do a line right. You see, so for for you, football, the same thing, martial arts is for me. That was the first time I felt present. Like, everything you mm-hmm. just explained was presence. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel the sun on my skin. I feel the wind blowing. Like, mm-hmm. that's presence. That's what that did for me. That's the first thing martial arts did for me. I'm like, wow. That's what that feel like? <laughs> Bro, the, wor- the worst is when um <laughs> when you ever had them games where you just, like, you wasn't locked in. Like, it's just kind of like you thinking a lot mm-hmm. versus just kind of just being present. Mm-hmm. Man, I'll tell you, it was... um. What's crazy is freshman year, um, it was actually the game I had, the two picks. Friday, that Saturday morning, we had a walk. A Friday, we had a walkthrough. The whole secondary was off. It was, it was just a bad, bad situation. But some, like, I don't know if it's because of how bad the walkthrough was. I just thought about the game more. They felt me more present. And it was, it was one of my better games. But it was just one of the situations where everything aligned. I think I just got in the zone. Everything ended up working out. When you get when you have these moments of um, just intense presence, do you feel like they just happen, or do you feel like something has to align before for it to happen, or do you feel like these can be self generated? That's that's a good question because I felt like they were self generated. I felt like my routine is what did it, but it also backfires because if something is missing or something goes wrong, then it's like all oh, law, mm-hmm. like bad game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Something ain't gonna go right. Blah blah. blah. Like I never forget um, Northwestern. Uh, Coach Nojo, it was uh, my junior year. We used to always write tips and tricks on the board, like things that we see on film personally. And one week, Nojo didn't remind us. One Friday morning, no, Saturday morning, he we walked in the meeting room, and he seen nothing was on the board. He went crazy. Mm. Mind you, that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> if anything, she just ignored it. But he had us all terrified, like basically already telling us, like, if we lose, this is why. Like, y'all not locked in, like, just kind of like already putting these negative thoughts in our head, and like, and I feel like that that there kind of already sets for like the presence of a bad game type of thing, mm-hmm. bad situation, bad thoughts. When really, like that shouldn't have mattered. You know what I'm saying? It's the it's your mindset and the process you do before that. You know what I'm saying? It's like not everything has to align, but your mindset in the end, right before the game, should you know what I'm saying? Click. You know what I mean? Kind of like a. Kind of like a routine, but not as in-depth as in um, getting taped. Mm-hmm. Left wrist first, then the right wrist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Buckle left, chin strap. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, I feel like it should be a smooth process into whatever event or a situation you're going into. Mm-hmm. So knowing, so you in that situation and kind of, you know, knowing and growing to where you are now, in spite of that situation happening, still happening, do you feel like there's a way for you to exclude all that extra drama that he put on top of that and you yourself be able to find that presence to where that's not going to affect you. And if you have a process, like how would you walk into that now? Or like, how do you think about that now? 
back then there's no way but yeah. now <laughs> now um I, w- I would definitely sit with myself um understand who i am kind of go back to my characteristics um um the way i've been the way i've played kind of go back to my hard work that i personally put in and um pretty much try to get back to that present that present moment or present feeling um definitely i uh, think positive also one thing i learned while i was training is um when we trained with Leonard Johnson, he he told me before, I told him about myself, about how I used to make myself mad before games. He kind of got him. He was like, why are you doing that? Like, like what? He was kind of telling me, he was like, man, for me, man, I, I call my mama before every game. I call everybody in my phone before a game. He was like, some people get mad because they say I'm relaxed or I'm too cool, but that was me. That's how I was supposed to approach the game. I'm not saying that's for everybody, but again, that was just his way. Maybe I should incorporate a piece of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like, a, like made me relax a little bit. So... For me, it would probably be half and half. Like, uh, probably go talk to you, you know what I'm saying, chop it up a little bit, um, lock in for a little bit. Like, have have periods in time of how I would have my own routine, but also not so strict, you know what I mean? No, definitely. It's like he was kind of giving you, giving you his giving you his perspective of what he does to open you up to know, like, there's different ways. Yeah, to- and for, for me, I, I definitely wouldn't have been the type to would have been able to just been loud and on the phone the whole time, but definitely maybe a... a 30-minute call, 10-minute call, and then lock in kind of would have definitely been beneficial for me. I definitely feel you. I, for me, I, I don't know if there was like a – I definitely had my routines, but all my routines were so training room specified that like it seemed like another day for me. Like I'm, all right, Quan, you're going to get stretched here, foam roll here, get some DMS on you. All right, then you're going to get to the stadium, you're going to get stretched again. All right, tape your ankles up. You know, <clears throat> it was so – um habitual everything i don't i don't i didn't really have any any motion because when i go in the training room man i went in there so much i would go in there we'd be laughing or whatever yeah (laughs) i'm laughing we chilling and whatnot you know i'm getting ready i got this serious face on but inside i'm like all right that boy say quan finna run through this gap he gonna make this cut you feel me i'm I'm like kind of like trying to see the game and whatnot and i'm just kind of i think thinking over like the plays and stuff like that something about me uh, when I like started starting and playing a lot, it was, bro. I had to. I knew my stuff. Like I'm gonna know it. I'm gonna know it every position on the on the thing. though. you, bro. You know, I used to love going in there and be like, yeah. So I like to see how it all fit together. So like, it was just important that I knew the game plan and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I definitely just went from each drill, each drill. I'm like, you know, trying to how I'm looking. I'm about to say I need to make sure I look good. My hip turned good. You know, boom. Okay, I went. I hit every single gap I was supposed to in this um, offense versus defense period of the indie and whatnot. So I feel like all that kind of fed into me. But at the same time, I was never like, and I was never the one to really make myself mad before the game. But definitely, I would if there was a point in the game where I would get mad, I would try to ride that that anger out because I'm <laughs> growling at you. <laughs> I can't even see it. <laughs> but um. I don't know. I would have to be very domineering. You know, I was a linebacker. We communicate the whole defense and stuff like that. So I was really just more so locked in. And I think my relationship with all of our all the you know people on defense was so smooth. It was like, that's my boy. We out here playing together. Mm-hmm. Boom, you know, let's go have fun. Mm-hmm. By the same time, boy, do not get reached because I cannot cover <laughs> your gap every single <laughs> It allows me to relax. You know what I'm saying? You put your trust in your teammates. And to me, that's that's kind of part of the process I believe it should be when you even when getting ready for games it'll take the pressure off you if you're just mm-hmm. trusting your teammates with that communication aspect yeah yeah not relying all on yourself to produce the win but knowing that you're just as much as part of the win as the person next to you and the person next to you 
and you realize that this is a team effort, even in every single sport, like even with martial arts, I'm sure like you can ex respect that team effort of, okay, I have a trainer. I have other people that I, you know, I spar with, boom, boom, boom. You can see that in that sense, it's a team. There's people who support you. I mean, even in the fight, like Steven uh, Galliano just posted the video where his coach yelled out uh, a big, he said a uh, big right hand to the body. Mm -hmm. Immediately he threw it, dude was knocked out. Automatic. Done. Mm -hmm. Like a remote control, like he was playing the game. That's wrong. Like that's that. That and trust. it's just like that, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I just started like implementing that. Like mm -hmm. I always would hear my coach but I would watch the videos. I'm like, I'm not doing nothing. He's saying mm. nothing. <laughs> He's seeing it from over here. He's seeing the whole thing. I need to just listen. Now, I'm going to show you all a new video. I'm a whole different person now. Okay. Oh, yeah. right. okay. I'm going to show you all a new video. Bet. Bet. I like you might have see. seen it on Instagram. You been on Instagram? I, sh I shared it. You might have with the dude. I got to show corn. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Talk Perspective. Um, feel free to reach out to perspectivepodcast3 at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have or any topics that you would love to hear us talk about. Um, we appreciate you. Till next time. <laughs>